Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I am your host, Felix Mallorca. Uh, as always, we're here at the Local Hub Studios. Big shout out to Local Hub and everything they do. Um, one of our favorite sponsors here. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Picnicked by Anna Lee. We'll talk more about that later. And we got a brand new sponsor, Express Yourself. Um, again, we'll talk more about them after or during break. Um, today's a little different. I'm not sitting with anyone. I, uh, I don't have a guest today, which is cool. Um, I actually, I was six minutes in and I was absolutely rambling and just not saying anything. So, uh, that was, that was dope too. <laughs> so yeah, I just restarted the episode. Um, today's going to be a community day, a community day. Um, I posted on Instagram. Let's see. I'm going to pull this up on my story. I added, oh, wow. Someone keeps, I love this, man. See, this is what excites me. Just, I, I threw something on here. Um, recording, I put report, recording a solo podcast tonight. I want your, and I want to answer your questions. So, you know, it's kind of like an AMA as they, as, as the kids say, <laughs> that means ask me anything. Anyway, Questions about mental health, therapy, business, politics, anything. And then after that, I put also relationships, self-awareness, friendships, career problems, anything. Hit me with the questions. Maybe a struggle you're going through. And I said, put them here. And uh, a lot of people actually opened up and they were, they were, uh, they asked, I, I had a lot of questions, which, which was really cool. Um, and just like, yeah, just love. I'm, I'm reading this right now and. Like someone just said, hope one day my business becomes something. And just like that, that's so exciting. That's uh, someone that's just hustling. Um, big shout out to them. But um, yeah, so a lot of people have been, are asking me questions and, and that's so cool. Uh, before we get started on that though, I want to, um, I want to talk about myself a little bit. I've been going through kind of a, I'm going through like this little burnout phase. Um, I've had a lot of clients and look, I'm not sitting here complaining. My life is fantastic. I'm just going to say it. I'm, I have no shame. <laughs> My life is so dope right now. And I'm excited that the things that I've worked for are kind of not kind of, but now coming to fruition and my hard work has paid off and those late nights and you know, I'm not done yet, but it's, it's been amazing. And I've had a lot of clients and I've had a lot of work, which also means I tend to kind of stretch myself too thin. That being said, if a client's listening, don't worry about it. I'm not complaining. You're amazing. I love you. But um, yeah, we tend to just kind of say yes to everything. Actually, this morning I had to say no to someone, which was kind of heartbreaking, but they wanted to film an event and I was just like, you know what? I can't. I'm, I'm going to be nice to myself and say I can't and I referred someone else to them. I've done that like two or three times, which I feel like I need to do more, but I've kind of hit this burnout stage. I'm, I'm currently in week two of sober October. I know <laughs> October has been going for like a week and a half, two weeks, two and a half weeks or something anyway, but I'm doing sober October and for myself, my rules are no drinking. Um, no, I'm sorry, exercise every day and read one book. I'm terrible at reading. And 
So far, I'm not going to lie. I haven't started that book. I'm not really holding myself accountable to that because I just, I'm lazy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I'm, I hate reading and I've hated reading since I was a little kid, but I have to get myself to do it. Um, so those are my rules. Um, you can go like, you can do sober October anyway. You can do sober November. You can just do a stint of like sobriety. It's totally fine. Um, and even if you don't, it doesn't mean you're less than I am or I've, I've had a lot of really, I've had, I've had people show me love. They're just like, Oh, that's great. You know? And then they'll have a beer in front of me and I'm like, that's fine. Don't, I, I don't want people to think that I'm like better than them or I think I'm better than them because I'm not drinking. Um, it's just something that I kind of with that burnout comes, okay, at the end of the day, it's been a long day. I'm going to have a beer and then, or I'm going to have a June shine or during my podcast, I'll have a June shine. And then afterwards I'll sit with my guests. We'll talk and I'll have like two or three more. And I just found myself kind of slow and not that I was like getting plastered every single night or anything, but I was a little bit slower. I, my workouts weren't as, you know, they weren't as hard. They weren't as, as, because I would just be like, all right, well, I'm going to stop here. I'm, I can't do this. Um, also my physically, I just felt a little more like puffy and bloated and I didn't really like that. So this is what I'm doing for October. Um, I mean, I'm not really suggesting it to anyone. If you want to do it, go for it. it it's pretty cool. It feels kind of good, but, um, yeah, that's what's going on in my life. Um, the way I'm kind of going about this burnout is last week I took the afternoon off. I shot a little bit in the morning and then I got into the office and I was like, you know what? I don't have any more shoots. I'm, I'm pretty good on work right now. I'm, I'm pretty caught up. I'm going to go home and I'm just going to chill. I ended up sleeping. I took a nap for like, I think I got home at like two. I took a three hour nap. I woke up ate something, took another nap. Then I woke up, ate something again. I woke up at like nine, nine thirty, And then I had a little snack and I went to bed and I slept till like six. So obviously I was pretty exhausted. Um, sometimes you have to just sit back and, and, uh, listen to your body, man. It's absolutely crazy. how like stress and, and like mindset and all that. And negativity gets to you so bad. Um, I didn't really notice it until I kind of hit that wall of me just sitting in my office being like, okay, I'm at work, but I'm not working, you know? So if you find yourself just kind of dozing, you probably need a day off. Um, and if you work for someone, I'm going to be honest with you. I've, I've had a lot of bosses. I, I worked for, I worked for the man, quote unquote. They really don't need you. They're going to survive without you. It's fine. Take a day off, leave early. It's going to be fine. So that being said, uh, I want to get into some of these questions. Now, these questions are, they vary in severity. They, they're all really good questions. Some people sent me some scenarios. Um, so I'm just going to randomly pick some here on my phone. Um, let's see. All right. So this one's from HDY Photo. Big shout out. Um, and it said, how long did it take you to find out where you want to go with your work? I'm assuming you're saying like photography and all that. Um, it's still happening when I think two, two years ago, I was like, I'm going to shoot weddings. I'm going to go all in on weddings. And I wasn't getting weddings, but I was getting like marketing work. So I 
chose to do that for a while and I still do it. I do it all the time. Um, and once I started doing that and other opportunities would come up like weddings, I would say, yes, I'll do a wedding. Um, I did a couple weddings and I was kind of like, I don't really want to do this anymore. But then I got hit up for quite a few weddings and I wasn't too excited about them. But then once I got back into that groove and found that, that, um, it's kind of like a rush when you're just like, I have to set this up. I have to set this up. I have to set this up. And then you get that shot and you're like, Oh my God, it was so worth it. And, and even the, the fact that you can only get it one time, it like the stakes are so high. And I forgot what that felt like. And I forgot that I absolutely loved it. When I worked for, for city government, I did, um, event planning. And that's very much like that. You have to talk to vendors. You have to send a bunch of follow up emails and, and, I thought I hated that. And then I started doing it again. And I was like, man, this is so cool. And then just seeing the films and, and seeing everything that I could create and everything I want to change and kind of make more. I'm just, I'm back on weddings and I'm, I have that bug again. So it, I mean, it's forever changing, you know, I don't, I don't think it, I don't know if I have an answer for this one. How long did it take to find where you want to go with your work? I mean, I've always known that I've wanted to do this, something creative, and I just went for it. I think just going for it is it's one of the hardest things. And I'm lucky enough to have a um, a pretty supportive circle where I'm not really judged or anything. Um, so I don't really have an answer for that one. Um, I mean, obviously, I want to keep growing, and I don't think I am where I want to be. Um, I'm happy where I'm at right now, but obviously I'm, I'm always hungry. I always want more. I'm going to say yes to everything still. I love just working and being creative, but um, maybe that's the answer is just being creative. I just, anything that, that helps me be creative, I will do. Um, there's no real time limit on it or like timeline on it. So thanks for your question. I hope I answered it. I hope it made sense. I feel like it didn't, but <laughs> I've, here we go. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, this one's from Kale. Kale. Dude, shout out to Kale, man. Healthy for you. Um, what was the biggest thing holding you back from going all in with your business? And a follow-up. And, sorry. And a follow-up would be, what is the biggest push you got to go all in? Um, biggest thing holding me back was fear. Fear is a excuse my language. I mean, I cuss on here, but fear is a motherfucker, man. Fear holds you back. You know, it holds you back from, excuse me. It holds you back from walking up to that girl and asking for her number. It, it holds you back from, I mean, doing the things you love. It, it held me back for such a long time because I didn't know the uncertainty, fear and uncertainty were the two, the two main factors of that were holding me back. And I thought I wanted to do something else. I thought I wanted to work in city government. And because that was the safest bet, it was like, I get a full-time job. I, I'm in there for like three, four years and then move up and just move up the ladder and all that. Uh, but that's obviously not how it ended up going. So one of the biggest things that held me back was fear. And it was, it was um, everything that came with it. Um, the biggest push to go all in is that I just was extremely unhappy. I was unhappy doing what I was doing. I was unhappy trying to kiss people's asses to get ahead. I was unhappy 
just not being myself. I, I stopped being myself because I felt like I needed to morph into something else that other people wanted me to be. And at the end of the day, I was just, I would go home depressed and I was just like exhausted and I was like, something has to change. And, um, therapy actually did that for me. Um, going to therapy and, and I'm the type of person that doesn't really ever talk. I kind of hold things inside, which is really unhealthy. But, um, I went to therapy and I laid everything out. And the main thing that I found was that I was unhappy. And I told my therapist, I was like, yeah, I'm unhappy doing what I'm doing. And, um, then I talk about something else and I go back to work to talking about work and, she would just go, you know what? I think the main problem here is that you're unhappy doing what you're doing. And um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I went all in. I was unhappy. And I mean, like I said before, I love my life. I love my life now. And, and yeah, it's stressful, but I'm investing in myself and I, I love my work and I love meeting new people. And, and uh, to quote my friend Sergio, doing cool shit with cool people is probably the dopest thing that, I can ever do and will ever do. So good question, Kale. Hope you're doing well. I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, this one is from Alexis. Uh, it says putting forth everything just to receive the bare minimum of effort from someone. Yo, I feel like a lot of people can actually relate to this one. Um, that's not really a question, but I actually asked her and, and, I was like, was this a question or a statement or um, putting forth everything just to receive the bare minimum of effort from someone? That is quite toxic. Um, it's not toxic. It's not like, let's see, it's not like direct toxicity, but it is that toxicity where you're giving your all and you're getting exhausted. You're getting emotionally exhausted. You're getting physically exhausted. Um I know a lot of people that are in relationships right now, actually, with this problem. And they're like, I, you know, I do everything for them. And obviously, there, there are two sides to every story. So take everything with a grain of sand. But um, yeah, I, um, I think you have to set your boundaries. You, especially if this is like a significant other or even just a friend, just set your boundaries. Um, you know, you, you always have those people that ask and take and take and take. And they never really give. And... You can only give so much and I think you have to sit down and realize or sit down and have a conversation with yourself to realize that it's not healthy for you. Once once you're in that circle of, of giving and giving and giving and you're getting nothing back, it's it's definitely not worth it. I've been in relationships like that. I've been in, in friendships like that where they need something and I'll, you know, I'll get out of bed at 1 a.m. because they're drunk at some bar and they're scared and I'll pick them up. But I'm like, hey, can I get a ride to the dealership? And they're like, oh, no, nah, I, uh, nah, I can't. I'm like, why? And then they won't text me back. And I'm like, the hell, dude? Like, this is just, to me, this is this is crazy. Um, yeah, set your, set your expectations. Set your boundaries. Um, especially if it's with a significant other. You shouldn't have to deal with that. Um, I mean, something my, my grandmother told me before she passed is that relationships and marriages aren't ever 50 50 they're going to be 80 20 they're going to be 90 10 they're going to be 50 50 they're going to be you know all, all and all of the above sometimes you need to give your all to someone 
and another time they need to give you their all. Uh, it's important to understand that, but it's important to see when it's only 90-10 or 80-20, when you're giving way too much and they're giving not not enough. Um, my advice would be in your head, set your boundaries, then talk to them. But the thing is when you go up to someone and you say, I give you everything and you, 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 they're going to, they're going to shut down. It's going to be an argument. It's going to get ugly. So find a way to, to not tiptoe around it, but just say, you know what? I feel like I'm doing a lot and I'm not getting much from you. And I would like blah, blah, blah. This is what I would like. This is what I'm going to continue to give you. That's pretty much setting your expectations and setting your boundaries. And if they don't like it, then they can leave. Um, I think one of the hardest things is approaching people. And a lot of these problems are because people are scared to actually say something. And then things just keep going the same way in it and you're just sour about it. But if you find a way to kind of maneuver and talk about it proactively, then that's how you'll get somewhere whether that's staying with that person or losing that person in your life, you're going to get somewhere. You're going to get an answer. So Alexis, good question. I feel like lately I've, I've talked to a lot of people with that, um, that sentiment. So good luck. I hope this helped. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with more questions. Picnicked. Picnicked is a small Latina owned picnic business. Annalie, the owner, has a huge love for art and event planning. She thrives in creating tranquil spaces for others to experience intimate and sweet memories with friends, family, or significant others. She is passionate about what she does and takes pride in designing the perfect oasis. You can book through Instagram at picnicked underscore, which is spelled, sorry, which is spelled P-I-C-N-I-C-K-E-D underscore. Choose picnic for your next birthday, anniversary, or even just because you deserve to treat yourself. You will not be disappointed. And even better, she's offering 10% off if you mention this life when booking picnic for the months of October and November. This is a no-brainer. If you're looking for a date night, if you're looking to surprise somebody, or if you're looking to just have maybe a girls' night, at an amazing location, obviously, because we live in, in San Diego, Annalie and her team set up the picnic for you. And it's not just a basket and uh, some like a plaid sheet that you sit on. It's pretty fancy stuff. She has different packages. She has uh, different add-ons. For example, if you're trying to spice up that gram, just make sure you tag her. Um, she has that as well. So again, their Instagram is at picnicked, P-I-C-N-I-C-K-E-D underscore. And if you mention this life, you get 10% off your booking for the months of October and November. Back to the show. All righty, we are back. Um, this question is from Mike, the homie Mike Mains, man. What's up? We oh, That's funny. We actually met at um, Lake Poway Day Camp. Uh, when I worked for the city of Poway, super cool dude. He's a, a a middle school teacher, and just you could tell that's someone that loves their job and uh, loves creating um, creating a cool space for kids. But anyway, 
I digress. Uh, what is your go-to strategy when you feel depressed or anxious? This is a terrific question. Um, even if you don't feel this way all the time, you sometimes feel like it. Uh, this is something really important to figure out about yourself. What do you need? Um, I usually always have a conversation with myself and I ask myself how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling that way. Um, if I'm feeling anxious, I'll probably tell someone. Like I'll, I'll just be like, dude, I woke up so anxious today. I have no idea why. The thing you shouldn't do is drink. The thing you shouldn't do is find some sort of vice to um, take that away for a little bit. Um, that just digs a deeper hole and that's that's no bueno. Um, so after you've had the conversation and, and just ask yourself why, um, ask yourself what you need. Maybe you need a day off, like I was saying before. Uh, usually, I just need a day off. I need a day off to kind of sulk in it. Um, and I'm not talking about just work. I'm talking about like everything. I need a day off from my phone. I need a day off from from talking to people. And if someone texts me, I'm I'm just gonna be like, you know what? I'm not feeling it today. I don't really want to go out. Um, but then there are all, there are other healthy alternatives like therapy. You could go to therapy um, if you're feeling just constantly like this. Um, or you can distract yourself in a healthy way. Go out with friends. Um, make sure you're not doing anything self-destructive, but you know, maybe you want to go to dinner with some friends and, and talk it out, or you end up talking about it. Um, that helps me sometimes. Most of the time, I just kind of, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to chill. Um, my anxiety usually comes from working a ton or having things to do. Um, so I'll take a day off and I'll, I'll write everything down that I need to do and kind of set a timeline of, of all that stuff. Um, I mean, something else is, uh, just like meditating and it doesn't have to, a lot of people think you like cross your legs and you're like, mm. it's just sitting on the couch quietly and staring at a wall and, or putting on some music and laying in bed, staring up at the, at the ceiling and kind of getting lost in that music or. So what I like to do is, is uh, I'm not very good at meditating, but I'll try it sometimes and I'll find a sound like an ambient sound or I'll turn on the fan and I'll listen to the fan and usually it'll, it'll just kind of go like I'll, I'll listen to the, um, the motor, I guess is what it's called. And I'll just get lost in that sound and just listen to that sound, not just hear it, listen, you know what I mean? So just kind of dive into that and i think that's why music helps a lot of people is because they just get lost in in the sounds and um sometimes it doesn't work for people other times people need like white noise machines um that helps a ton um talking about it sometimes helps it's it varies um at least with me it varies how i'm feeling that day or what i'm actually feeling um if i'm anxious i'll work out too um I'll go on a jog. I'll go on a walk. I'll play with my dogs. Love my dogs. They're amazing. So I think it's it's different for everyone, but these are just little things that, I, that I've done. Um, and if there's a week where I'm feeling depressed or anxious, I will, um, every single morning I'll go outside. I'll make some coffee. I'll have my breakfast and I'll sit outside and I'll do it. And just kind of, there's something about a morning that you're just, I used to hate mornings and now I, I absolutely love them. But there's something about a morning that's just kind of like, it's like a clean slate. Like there's not a ton of smog in the air. It's like, it's quiet. You know, people are just now waking up. Sometimes you can like smell breakfast and stuff. If like me, you live in the suburbs, but 
um, there's something just so peaceful and like relaxing about a morning where I'll wake up early and I'll just sit there and I'll talk to myself. And if, even if it's just in my head, I don't just like, you know, Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. Um, I'll talk to myself in my head and just, you know, say, how do you feel today? Why do you feel this way? Um, and that's kind of how I get to the bottom of it. And from there I'll come up with a solution. Like, are you going to go to work? Are you going to, I know not everyone has the, the privilege to not go to work or call out, but, um, you know, if you're actually feeling down, I say, do it. The job's going to be there when you're, you know, and if it's not, it might not be somewhere where you want to work. Um, don't tell him I said that though. All right. Next question. Um, what the hell? <laughs> Let me interview on one of your podcasts. That's from Noe. Um, you're already on dude, but, uh, yeah, I'll have you back on. That'll be cool. But that wasn't really one of the questions anyway. Yeah, dude, I'll have you on again. Let's, uh, hit me up or something. Yeah. Shoot me a text. Uh, ba, ba, ba. this one is from Jay. Another, another business one. How did you grow your photography business? Um, how did I grow it to what it is right now? I mean, I'm not like huge or anything, but how did I grow? Uh, word of mouth, just being a good person. Um, a lot of, uh, I've met a lot of photographers who don't really have that human connection when you're with your model or your family or whatever, whoever your subject that you're shooting, um, talk to them. They're not just your subject. They're your client. They're your source of income. They are your, even if they're not paying you, they will tell their friends. I had so much fun on this photography, um, session during this photography session. They'll tell their friends that and their friends will tell their friends. And, and I've had people come up to me just being like, Hey, or not come up to me, like message me and, and say, um, so-and-so referred me to you. They say you do really good work. Um, what, what are your prices? And boom, like I'll, I'll give them pricing. And from there, it, it, you know, it moves on. Um, I think also treating inconveniences like they aren't that big of a deal. If, if someone's like, Hey, I need you on this day. I'm like, um, unfortunately I won't be able to do that day, but I can do these days, you know, little things like that, little, little conversation tactics, learning how to just be a person to other people, not just an entity. Um, I think, yeah, I think one of my biggest things is, is just being a good dude, trying to be a good person. And I'm, I'm sure I've rubbed people the wrong way before. Um, and if I have, I'm sorry about that, but, um, that's how I've done it. And I try to get lost in the business of, of, you know, social media marketing and SEOs and all this other bullshit. And like, oh, you need these amount of followers in order to be successful. And I got super lost in that. And when I started doing that, I lost the art of photography and the art of, of cinematography. And that's when I was just worried about followers and putting up all those hashtags and like I, I needed more people. But once you kind of get past that and you just do it because you love it, that's when the business just starts coming. Like I, I, I really don't know what to tell you. I, I just love what I do and I show it and I try to pass on those vibes to to other people and whoever's my, you know, especially during a wedding, I've seen the, the, 
the ugly side of photographers where they're just screaming at their subjects. And I don't do that. It's already a stressful day for them. Why are you going to shove it in their face again? So, I mean, just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Make sure you actually love it. Whatever you do, even if it's like computer coding or something, if you absolutely love it, that'll show and people will flock to you. Um, or not flock, but you know, you'll get business. If you show that you love something, you'll share it with everyone. People will come and hire you. Um, <laughs> the next one is a joke, so I'm not going to read that. <laughs> Thanks, Marina. Um, this one's from Zeke. Zeke Castillo, 96. How to find the right therapist. Right? Yeah, how to find the right therapist. Um, this is a layered question. So let me drink some water. But um, ooh, this is going to be tricky because usually when my guests are talking, I'll drink water. But now you're going to have to wait for me to drink some water. So give me like two seconds. Or I could cut that part out, but I'm too lazy to. So everyone take a sip of water right now. If you don't have water, you should always have water. Drink some water. Be good to your body. Um, how to find the right therapist. Uh, this one's actually, that's so funny. I've, I've had a ton of questions. Oh my God, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. Anyway, I've had questions, a lot of questions about therapy. And I've actually had a lot of friends reach out to therapists, which I think is fantastic. Um, so maybe I think during this whole COVID thing, people have taken a step back and realized that they're not exactly okay all the time, which is totally fine. Um, I'm not okay all the time. Half the time I have no idea what the hell I'm doing or talking about. So, uh, yeah. How to find the right therapist. Um, that's a tricky one. Sometimes it's trial and error. But also, going to therapy isn't one of those things that's going to fix you. And I've talked about this before. A lot of people go into therapy and, and say, you know, this person is going to help me. And that's just what it's going to be because they need to help me because I need help. It's not always like that. Sometimes they, they, they won't give enough, like enough of what you're looking for. For example, if someone just is one of those talkers that will say, oh, I understand how you feel. I was like this before, blah, blah, blah. You might not like that. You might need exercises like cognitive exercises. Um, call different therapists. Again, psychology today. You put in your um, your zip code or your area where you are and you get different therapists pop up. But um, I just lost my train of thought. Shop around, I think, is also... Shopping around is, is important. But it's also important to go in with not with like preconceived notions of this is going to actually help me and be the end all be all because it isn't, it helps a lot, but it isn't the end all be all it's going in and, and thinking this person will help me help myself. Again, I'm going to say that again, cause it's so important. This person will help me help myself. They're not going to sit there and solve your problems because that's not what therapy is. Therapy is, is, they give you those exercises. They give you things to think about. Every time I would go to therapy, I've, I haven't been in a couple months, but um, and I've been doing great. Um, but every time Judy and I would speak about something, uh, I would think about it after. And I would think, man, did I really mean that? Or why did I say that? Or, hmm, Judy told me blah, blah, blah. Am I really thinking that? 
what what's going to happen? Why is that going to happen? And just kind of o- would open up my mind to think other things that I didn't really, they might've been in front of me, but I just wasn't thinking about them. Um, so going in like that is, is important. And once you go in with that mindset, it's a little bit easier. It's a little bit easier to find out who you are not compatible with or who you are compatible with. Um, but with relationships, it takes a while. I, I don't have, I don't have an exact answer for that, but Everyone's different with relationships. Some people open up right away. I showed up to to my therapy and was like, this is what's going on. I know this is what's going on. I'm sure there are underlying things. I want to talk about them. Let's go. I, I dove head, head first. Other people need to kind of feel out their, their therapist and, and kind of figuratively, not, you know, physically. Um, and they just kind of, they have to kind of feel it out and see what kind of person they are and see if they're a mix. Um, if one doesn't work, if two don't work, if three don't work, don't get discouraged. Um, it happens to a lot of people um, because a lot of people are, they're different when it comes to relationships. And that's kind of what you have with your therapist. It's a, uh, I mean, it's professional, but it's also just kind of like a, um, I mean, a therapy relationship. There's no other way to put it. Um, so yeah, it might take a while. You might get lucky and find one right away. I've only had two which I'm lucky for. I know people that I've had like five and their sixth one or something is, is amazing. So yeah, um, that's a good one. Finding a jam, a, sorry, finding a damn job now, nowadays. So it's actually nowadays. Um, I don't want to correct you, Karina, but um, it's, it's nowadays, but <laughs> what a dick. I'm sorry. Finding a damn job nowadays. Um, I, I can't help you because I, I mean, I, I couldn't find a job to save my life. So um, <laughs> I think it's it's kind of who you know. It's, um, man, that's a good question because I have no idea. I just made my own job because I was sick of looking for one. So um, just stick with it. Just stick with it. Keep up, keep applying. Um, say yes to anything and everything. Um the right job will kind of find you. I feel like finding jobs now is kind of like a, it, it picks you more than anything. Um, I've had friends who are unemployed for like three years and then finally find the right job. I've had friends who are straight out of college, have jobs and then they hate it. So everyone's different. Talk to, talk to your friends, ask your friends where they're employed. Um, maybe try to get in, in like that. If you know someone that, that helps out, um, but yeah, I, I, that's one of the questions I can't answer because <laughs> again, I, I couldn't find a job to save my life. So good luck to you. Um, reach out to me. Let me know what, um, what you want, what kind of job you're looking for. Uh, maybe I can help you out. Maybe I know some people probably not though, but I'm <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Reach out to me, Karina. Um, also hit me up about your wedding. What the hell? Oh, I mean COVID and all that. Anyway, Karina, Diego, call me about your wedding. Next question. This isn't a question. This is a demand from Melissa Soto. Good friend of the podcast. Talk more about resources for people to use if they're seeking out therapy. And then, uh, yeah, that was the question. She added something else, but very inappropriate. Um, talk more about resources for people to use if they're seeking out therapy. Um, talk to your doctor. I had a friend that actually got a referral from their doctor and their uh, healthcare covered it which that's so sick because I pay out of pocket. But um, 
talk to your doctor. Maybe that helps. Do not, I'm going to say this again, do not let them prescribe something off the bat. If you say, you know what, I'm looking for a therapist and they say, here's Lexapro or here's an antidepressant. Don't say yes. Maybe you, you need that, but you never know if you don't start therapy first. Because some people have, that's a whole different topic, but doctors sometimes just try to throw pills at you. Don't do it. Um, Like I've said before, psychology today, that's a good one. That's how I found my therapist. Uh, Excuse me. My goodness. If you're in college, um, they usually have resources for you guys. Uh, Go out and ask, ask your, your whatever your health facility or whatever for college. Um, I know a lot of uh, different podcasts that their sponsor is BetterHelp. Um, I don't know if it's like a website or an app, but I mean, the first thing is research. Um, I don't really have too many resources. Uh, I just have my therapist, but psychology today, I've, I've put a lot of people on that website and they've, they've, it's helped them out a ton. They've actually found people. Um, some people haven't, um, but I guess better help you can do um, over the phone or something. Um, which a lot of more, a lot of more, a lot more therapists are doing because of this whole COVID thing. But um, yeah, do your research. Ask your doctor. Ask your healthcare provider. Um, I wish I had more. I don't, and it's a bummer because this isn't really prioritized. And I think the biggest. The biggest problem here is that I can't just say, hey, you know what? Go to the healthcare place or go to this or go to that um, because we don't have those resources really readily available to us. Um, And that's one of my biggest beefs with the world (laughs) is we don't have that place where we can go and get resources for this, for mental health. Um, So, yeah, you can also reach out to your friends. If you have a good social circle, reach out to your friends. but yeah, do do some research. Um, I'm sure I'm sure you'll be able to find something. Uh, this next one is uh, a little long. It's about friendships. I think I'm gonna do. Actually, I got about I got, I got a couple more. We'll we'll finish up with these couple with these last three um, or four. Anyway, so here's a long one. Uh, my best friend and I don't have the same relationship since he fell in love with his girlfriend, and I'm sad because I miss being able to go to him about everything, but I respect his relationship and I don't want to tell him how I truly feel about it because I'm scared he won't take me seriously. And I think I'm being dramatic and quote unquote, I shouldn't feel like that because I can come to him whenever. I want to just accept that things won't ever be the same, but I also can't help but be super bummed about it because we literally told each other everything. Now it sounds like I can't read, uh, <laughs> but it's really because um, I don't know if this person wants to remain anonymous or not. I just I just won't say their name, but they wrote on every response. So like I'm reading it from the bottom to the top, and I'm trying to make sure like it it makes sense. So basically, your homeboy is in a relationship with a girl, and he's super in love and you feel like you can't talk to him. Um, I mean, 
What I'm a little confused about is the quotes. I shouldn't feel like that because I can come to him whenever. If that's something he said, then he must have meant it. So tell him. And tell him the way you approach it, I think, is you don't go up to him and say, hey, you and your girlfriend, you know what I mean? It's I said this before. Go up to, to him, to your friend, and say, I feel like I can't come up to you and talk to you because, you know, you're... In this relationship, and I don't, I don't really know how close of friends you actually were, but if you actually were close friends, um, he shouldn't have a problem with this, and he should be able to kind of explain himself and be like, "I'm sorry you feel that way, but it's really not like that," or "It is like that." My girlfriend's super jealous of you. Whatever, there can be so many outcomes with this, or outcomes with this. Um, also, sometimes dudes need that to like snap out of it. Like we're so like enamored with with women sometimes that we forget about our friends and we we tend to just kind of push them aside and don't really think about other things but that you know that that shining star that we have that are that is our girlfriend i've been um i've been guilty of this uh quite a few times where i get a girlfriend and i'm just like well you know they need all my attention and they need everything and i don't even say that but like it's kind of implied because of how i'm acting um I'm simping. Uh, also, let's get rid of that word. But also, some guys are simps. Um, sorry. Uh, you should be able to talk to your friend about this. And you should be able to express your feelings. Because that's how you feel. And even if you are, quote unquote, overreacting, then he should kind of tell you, hey, you shouldn't feel this way because it's not that way. I'm sorry it's come off that way. Um, I... I was dating someone that she told me, I feel like you don't really want to be with me. And I was like, what? Why? And she was like, I just, I feel like whenever I'm talking to you, it's, it's an inconvenience or, you know, you're so caught up in your work and all this other stuff. And pretty much what I heard was, Hey man, get your head out of your ass, get your head out of your work and pay attention to her. You know, I, I, I was being selfish and, it kind of takes someone to see that, someone to be told that in order to see that. And I actually saw that. Um, and I mean, I think I changed it. I don't know. But uh, yeah, definitely talk to your friend because you guys are friends. So this is something that happens with friendships. And if you're not comfortable talking to that friend about this, then I mean, maybe they're not a very good friend. Um, or maybe you just have to have a conversation with yourself and say, I mean, there, there's so many avenues here. I, I don't even feel like I'm answering the question. I think bottom dollar, bottom line, talk to your friend. Let them know how you're feeling and say, you know what? I've, maybe I'm overreacting, but this is how I feel right now. It's nothing against your girlfriend. It's nothing against you. This is just, you know, it used to be this way, but now it's this way. Why? Do you feel like that too? Are you feeling this? Are you blah, blah, blah? Have a dialogue, have a conversation. Um, that's my advice for you. But here comes the next, uh, this is actually another scenario. Um, this is from, I mean, it seems pretty deep. I don't want to say their name, so uh, maybe I won't. Um, so I've recently gone through a really bad breakup, lost my closest friends, and have chosen not to speak badly on anyone. I found out my ex is posting subliminal things towards my mental health. It sucks because he was mentally abusive, and I still chose... I'm sorry, it sucks because he was mentally abusive and I still choose to heal 
and not hold him to that image. Also, I've noticed that I've been a lot more self-involved with how I feel. My boundaries are at their biggest. I guess how do I guess how do I communicate to do the work and kindly say fuck you to everyone if you're not really benefiting me because I'm a people pleaser. It's kind of against everything I know. I don't know if any of that made sense, but with the new friends I've just noticed, I've been way more ire than in what I need and if it's not meant I keep it pushing and excuse myself from their lives uh let me read that last part again but with new friends I've just noticed I've been way more something than in what I need and if not and if it's not meant I keep it pushing and excuse myself from their lives Pretty much what I got from this is your ex is a fucking asshole and your new friends. I mean, you lost friends, dude. That Sorry, that happens. Um, and now your new friends, um, if they're not, I guess, helping with your self-growth, then you're pushing them. You're just kind of leaving. That's fine. It's cool to, to, I mean, it's not. it sucks, obviously. Sometimes it feels like it's a loss, but... Sometimes you have to lose friends. Sometimes you just don't see eye to eye anymore. And that's a big sign of growth on your part. And if they're all, we've all had that little group of friends that you're just kind of like, um, I don't, I don't laugh at the same stuff you guys laugh anymore, laugh at anymore. Um, it's because you've grown up when people say, Hey man, you've changed. Yeah, I have. I'm not a fucking idiot like you. Um, don't worry about your ex. Your ex is obviously and again, there's two sides to every story. You know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying this person's a, you know, I mean, I did say he's a piece of shit, but, uh, I don't know him personally. I can't really talk on the situation, but if this is actually the case, don't worry about it. Like why, why would someone shit on you for your mental health? Like that's some loser shit to me. That's what I'm, that's all I'm saying. He's probably going to come after me. He's this big, like cholo guy. Maybe I don't even know. Um, doesn't matter. Don't do that ever. But um, yeah, don't be afraid of, of self-growth. Don't be afraid of losing people. Don't be afraid of, I mean, unless you're doing it on purpose and you're just making people feel like crap about themselves and they end up leaving you, that's when you should probably change something. But it seems like what you're saying is that you are now worried about yourself and that's good. You should be worried about yourself. If just like antidepressants, and I've said this before, they're supplements to make my life better. Friends should be supplements to make my life better. I shouldn't have to absolutely need my friends or absolutely need a girlfriend. Like they will help me get through life. They should help me get through life, but I shouldn't be focused on just them. I should be focused on myself. When they need something, I'll be there for them. When I need something, they should be there for me if they can be there. Um, yeah, I mean keep keep going um if you're finding if you're seeing that that it's uh, i mean if you if oh God, what am i even saying uh, dude what the hell's happening in my brain um it's been a long week <laughs> it's, it's monday <laughs> um yeah keep going don't even worry about it if if someone isn't there to help your life get better then they probably shouldn't be there at all and that's all i have to say um all right, this is the last question, and then I'll wrap it up. Um, quote, unquote, friends after high school. 
I don't know what this is from Alubisi. Alubisi at Alubisi. Um, now your picture looks like you're a, a little cat smoking a blunt. Very cool. Um, friends after high school. I mean, shoot. Friends after high school. In in quotes. I think that means like fake friends, maybe. Um, this kind of piggybacks off the last question. Um, lose them. If you've grown up and and uh, or honestly, maybe they grew up and you guys just don't don't see eye to eye. I had a friend, my friend Miriam, uh, told me one time. She was like, "I'm not friends." She was she's older, uh, older than I am. Oh boy, she's if she listens to this, she's gonna be pissed. But uh, she's in her thirties. That's fine, Miriam. You know. Um, and she was like, "You know what? When I was 25, and then I turned 27, I didn't have the same friends I did." She was like, "My friends that I had five years ago aren't my friends. My friends that I had a couple months ago aren't my friends." And she was like, it, "It's it's not a bad thing to outgrow your friends. Maybe they outgrew you. Maybe you outgrew them." You're not on the same wavelength, and that's totally fine. It doesn't mean you have any ill will against them. I had friends in high school that now I don't even know where the hell they are. Or I'll see like, oh, so-and-so's pregnant. Great, cool. That's fine. I wish no harm, no ill will on them. We just, we're not doing the same things. Um, We're different people, and that's what happens. If someone's being an asshole to you, I mean, what do you, are you going to sit there and let, you know, take that? doesn't mean you have to be violent back to them. You just, you outgrew them and let them be an asshole by themselves. Go let them be an asshole in the corner. Um, No one likes an asshole. All that comes out is shit. So if those are the friends that you think you're surrounded with, ditch them. Do other things to find other friends. Do, I don't know, jujitsu or go to a gym or join some sort of community, um, like a community gym or I don't know, find something that you love to do and, and do it or try to find something you love to do. Um, that way you have that avenue where you can talk about, for example, like I just said, go do jujitsu. You have a bunch of other people doing jujitsu. You have one thing in common. Boom. Next you, you're like, Hey, we've rolled a couple times. Why don't we go have a beer? Oh, I don't drink really me neither. Let's go have a Pepsi or something. I don't know. That's how you make friends. You, find something in common and then you ride with that and then if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out um i feel like a lot of people man it's 2020 we should be okay with saying no we should be okay with if you don't want to go somewhere and you have those pushy ass friends that are annoying sometimes you need that push and you're like all right cool it's healthy but you have other times you have those annoying ass friends that are like come on let's go get fucked up come on let's go come on and you're like i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to okay leave them because if they keep doing that and make you feel bad, then, and I don't even know if your friends are like this, but I'm just saying it's a general thing. Um, you don't need that in your life. You don't need that negativity. You don't need those, those, that shitty energy in your life. So quote unquote friends after high school, people change. It happens. You're going to lose some, you're going to gain some. So uh, another question from her, this is Alu BC again, the, uh, blood smoking cat. Um, let's see. Learning how to express yourself more. Hmm. That's a good one, dude. Learning how to express yourself more. I think having confidence. Confidence is one of those things a lot of people don't have because they never really learned how to do it. But 
once you have confidence, you find your voice. And after finding your voice, you're, it seems like you, I don't know if you just graduated high school. Maybe I know you. I just, I can't tell from your, your photo, but, um, you know what? Maybe you're eating one of those wafer cookies and I said it was a blunt and I made you look bad. I'm sorry. It's a cat eating a, a, a wafer cookie. How about that? All right. Um, learning how to express yourself more. I think it has to do with, um, finding your voice and finding that confidence. Um, and how do you do that? I mean, surround yourself around confident people, surround yourself around positivity, do something that you love to do. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the biggest things is, is having that confidence, being confident without being cocky. Um, that sometimes is hard for me because I, I have to, I have to tell people, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm great at shooting those types of videos. I'm great at shooting marketing videos or I'm, I'm great at shooting, uh, weddings. It doesn't mean I'm the best. It doesn't mean I, I can't grow from it, but th- I, you know, I'm good at talking on camera sometimes like right now. I can't even, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about, but sometimes you have to add that, that little bit of, uh, that confidence, that swag, um, in order to find your voice and in order to express yourself. Um, everything that you have to say is worth saying if it affects people positively. If you're just going to shit on someone, if you want to learn how to express yourself and shit on people, don't do it. Um, you know, but if you want to, I mean, start a vlog or something, just start talking, start doing it, gain that confidence. Um, like five months ago, I couldn't even sit in front of a camera and talk to it. And now I've started this podcast thing, this community, right? Um, so yeah, express yourself. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the perfect time to begin finding that special gift for your loved ones. Why not support a local, support a local business and find the awesome stocking stuffers at expressyourselfco.com. There you can find a variety of pins, stickers and apparel that will surely bring a smile to their face now up to the end of the year use code this life for 10 percent off your order be sure to give them a follow on instagram at express yourself co stay safe and always remember to express yourself back to the show all right here's a question from uh, my friend core core tut shout outs um not really a question, but maybe good substance for your pod. I was wondering what is your advice for kids and adults all over the, I'm sorry, all over the world in regards of being pressured of chasing a career their parents want for them instead of their own dreams. Um, obviously our parents want the best for us. Uh, my parents do. And my mom actually was like, why don't you get into something with computers? And I was like, I don't like math. I don't like computer science stuff. Um, then she told me to be a lawyer and she told me to be a doctor and, um, as much as those things would be great, they're just not interesting to me and I wouldn't be happy being a lawyer. Like that sounds awful. I mean, it sounds dope to have all that money, but come on, dude. Um, so I think one of the hardest things is letting your parents down. And I think having that in your mind, um, is important because that kind of drives you. And if you actually love to do core, I know you're, you're in music right now, but if that's something that you actually want to do, do it, do it well and keep doing it. 
an example, I actually answered this question. I, I DM'd him back, but, um, an example, a really good example of someone famous is Joe Coy. He's a, a comedian and he always talks about how he used to work at Nordstrom's rack and that's how we'd get like his dope shoes and stuff for his standup, uh, standup comic shows. But he would just hustle when he was not at, at Nordstrom. He would be handing out flyers. He'd be handing out like CDs of his, of his, uh, his sets and stuff and videos. He would send videos out and get up as many times as he could and hang out at the comedy stores and hang out at uh, the different comedy clubs that they have. And that's one of the biggest things is, is not only surrounding yourself around what you want to do, other like-minded individuals that have that same goal that you do, but loving what you do. And I mean, if playing the flute is something you love to do, then do it. And like I said before, that love kind of shows and people start seeing it and you start getting better because you, they feed off of you, you feed off of them. Yes, it's going to be hard a couple of years, maybe five years, 10 years, three years, whatever. It's going to be hard. Your parents are probably going to be pissed, but if you do choose to go to that nine to five that they want you to, to that they want you to, who's going to be going to it miserably? Them or you? You. So I say take that leap. I mean, I, I took the leap and I was lucky enough that my parents were, were supportive, but I still kind of get that, that, that pull of just like, um, so, uh, how, you know, how do you usually like make rent and, um, how would you make rent? And, uh, you know, do you, how's everything going? Do you need money? And I'm just like, this is going great. You know, I'm, I'm comfortable. Um, things might be hard for a little bit, but it's going to be worth it at the end. Um, but always remember that your parents are going to love you at the end of the day, no matter what. And they'll love you even more when you're actually happy than if you were miserable at some job and lashing out at them. So yeah, man, follow your dreams, do it. If you actually, actually love doing something and you think you can do it and you're going to go for it, go for it. I mean, I hope I answered everyone's questions. I know I'm, I'm, you know, this is obviously subjective. It's not the right answer for everyone. Some people might be like, this isn't what I was looking for. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. And that's fine. I, you know, I, whatever. I have different insights on life. Maybe you can see the same way. Maybe you can't. Um, but anyway, thank you all for participating in this. And thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, as always, big shout out to Local Hub. Big shout out to Picnic. And big shout out to our new sponsor, Express Yourself. Um, if you have any questions, shoot me a DM. If you have any, I mean, anything, just shoot me a DM at Mayorka Media, M-A-Y-O-R-C-A-M-E-D-I-A. Um, check out my website. I have a little uh, contact me form on there as well if you want me to shoot your wedding or if you want me to do something like that. Um, I, right now I'm working on some stuff for my business. I'm working on some holiday packages and I will probably um, promote them on here. So if you're looking for that, please let me know. Um, DM me for any bookings, uh, any holiday pictures, holiday videos, anything you need. Um, shoot me a DM at my Archimedia again. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been This Life, or podcast by my Archimedia. I'm your host as always, Felix Mallorca. Thank you. Goodbye.